Welcome to One Source Radio. I'm Wayne Carter, and this is Driving You Home, the queer radio show where we just waffle absolute nonsense. Yay! Yeah. Woo! I'm here. I'm quick at used to it. Um, if you're listening on One Source Radio, congratulations, well done. You live in South London, and you are living your best life in this. What is? Feels like the summer of '69, and uh, uh, but you can also download the podcast because this is a. Believe it or not, a unit. Wait, what's the word? I want to say universal, but glo- it's a global phenomenon. People in all kinds of places are listening, and I will um, spill the tea on some of those countries a bit later on in the show. Uh, but before we do, we have to introduce the guest that is in the studio, who's audible gasp, audible gasp, uh, is Scottish comedian slash drag sensation slash political uh, diva that is Ripley. Oh, Yay! Yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for being had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wonderful to have a, um, I want to say foreigner in the, because you're Scottish. Like foreigner, that yeah. doesn't make, because of the, oh, referendum. Um, so can you remember how we met? Because I, 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 I don't want, it's going to be the internet, isn't it? It is going to be the oh internet. Oh, God, it's soul destroying. Come up with a more interesting yeah, story. so we're on Grinder. It was we're great. On, uh, <laughs> actually, it was during our gap year, and, you know, we're trying to find ourselves and this <laughs> And I went and rubbed your belly. So yeah, because I'm the Buddha. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Like, Thanks. Please don't catch me. Respect my boundaries. <laughs> and then we got to I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly that wasn't me. Respect my boundaries. I would have been like, yes, please. I think he's had some kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm more of a tricksy girl, but you know what? It's everyone's different. Oh wait, kimchi's a f- yeah, cabbage. Yeah, I'm with you now. I'm with you because I'm so funny. Um, yeah, so we met we met on Instagram, didn't we? We met on Instagram. Oh, I want to say like a year ago. Right. I think you were doing like a call out for can we be part of a variety show? Yeah. I was like great, and then you said send me a video, and I was like. Oh. Oh, so, and then we never spoke again. Oh, ages. God. But then we bumped into each other, I think, at Halfway. That makes sense. Halfway to Heaven, I think Christmas that, time. Actually, you know what it was? You did, you did, um, oh, you did someone's gig, and I was in the audience, and I saw you, and I was like, I see you. Oh. I see you. And you were doing one of your, like, your, your lip syncs. <laughs> one of the many beautiful lip syncs, yeah. But you, you were doing a lip sync, and then, like, you you were walking off stage and then you walked up to me mid like midway through and I was like I don't have we physically met yet <laughs> have we been friends yet are we because I I've done this with Margaret Thatcher Queen of Soho as well mm-hmm. whereas we were friends online for probably close to two years um, because she goes up to Edinburgh for the festival yeah. and I do as well and. So I was, like, we had a lot of social, we had lots of mutuals, so I was like, oh, I'm going to add her and then we'll be besties at some point. And we started slinging hell, like, uh, slurs at each other online. Mm-hmm. So we're like, you're ugly, no, you're ugly, no, you're horrible, no, you're horrible. And so, like, doing all that kind of stuff. And then we physically only met this year, about maybe four months ago. And I was just like, oh, oh, we've just only met, like... I thought we had a like pre-existing established relationship yeah, because it was years. just like it was so fluid it was so like there was no issues and I think it's the same with you is that like we've hit the ground running on the in the middle like we we don't we didn't care about that oh who cares about that pretending to care about their feelings let's just <laughs> let's just jump in you know um so driving you home for those playing the home game. Hello, welcome, congratulations on uh, choosing to listen to a queer radio show. Oh my god, it's queer, Ooh, LGBT, etc. Um, now, uh, also congratulations on Pride because it's Pride Month at the moment. So uh, if you're out there in the Pride seasons, please make sure you're waving all of the flags, uh, respective to your uh, what's the word? I guess tribe. Do we say tribe? Is that the word that we use now? Aren't they all just part of one big tribe? Well, I mean, yes, but also there's so many people that get like, oh, but I'm a bear and I want to fly the one with the claw. And I'm just like, oh, God, okay. Um, I mean, I am one, so I can't be ha- can't be hating. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about 
you, you Ripley, are going to be talking about you and the journey that you've been on. And we're also going to be talking about things that are connected into the queer sphere. So things like Ripley's Ring Race, me, 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 me. The finale for RuPaul's Drag Race. And we will be spilling the tea on who the winner is. So if you haven't caught up with RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10, please do uh, put a mute onto the show and come back and listen to it uh, via podcast. Uh, all you have to do is search it online. You, literally, you can Google Driving You Homo and it comes up, which I don't want to say my branding is great, but my branding is great. So that was that was uh, great for me. Uh, we will be talking about all things queer news and current events, uh, and we will do a, a slightly political stance if we can do. At least I've got two things that are politically, politically based, and I feel like Ripley being the political queen that you are... We'll be able to weigh in on that. This is when you learn I know absolutely <laughs> nothing about politics. Oh my god, it was so funny last week. Um, I was in uh, Ronsworth Radio for like an hour show earlier, um, and the presenter Tom was like, "Oh, you know your prime minister, Malcolm Turnbull," and I was like, "I'm sorry, who?" <laughs> I literally mental blanked on who my prime minister from Australia was. I was like, um, "I think it's Mark." What? What? Yes, I guess. Like, I knew he was a politician. I just, I was like, there's been so many, like, it's been a revolving door, and I just can't keep up with it. Like, I have enough things. Like, I'm surrounded by drag queens, trying to remember boy name versus girl name versus, like, like the performer name, and I'm just, I can't. Exactly. I just, I can't. I can't. I'm just like, who are you even? So um, while we're getting our things together and while I'm going to wipe the sweat off my brow because it is hotter than uh, the devil's butt cheeks, um, I am going to play a song by Paloma Faith and it is Never Tear Us Apart. We're back, 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 back again Whoa. with uh, Ripley That's and me. me. And Ripley is now using the correct microphone, <laughs> and it's her fault. And everyone should know that she's terrible on the microphone because she's what? She's a lip sync queen. Precisely. Precisely. Oh dear. That's why I never use microphones because I cannot talk. Okay, so I. Okay, I have had this. Not argument, but this discussion with other queens, the or the live versus uh, live singing versus um, lip syncing. Mm-hmm. What is your? Do you have a? Do you have a preference? Do you have a like? Well, obviously you have a preference because you're a lip sync queen. But like, when when because th- the UK is smothered with live vocals, Correct. and it, they are great and they are beautiful mm-hmm. and well done, good job, huzzah. But I'm from Australia. Australians are very much. Uh, lip sync queens so um, when I when when I came over and I was thrust with all these people that were judging me for just just doing a lip sync inverted commas commas just doing a lip sync I, I was like oh actually stop right now thank you very much I need somebody with a human touch and then when that person gives me that human touch they can come for you because it's it's just as difficult if not precisely like you know, it, it bring it brings its own struggles. Would you like to elaborate on the struggles? Yeah, well, I mean, to me, lip syncing was perfectly acceptable until mm. I came to London. So, growing up, my family, every summer without fail, we'd go and see the Lady Boys of Bangkok, the oh, Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. So, basically, that is, like, my ultimate. You want to be a Lady Boy Th- of Bangkok? Thai drag queens are right. the best drag queens in the entire world. Yeah. So, from the age of, like, 13, that's what I was accustomed to seeing in terms of drag mm-hmm. and then when we'd go to like Mallorca as well it was always oh god she games. has Mallorca money alright <laughs> alright coming in here oh yes I grew up in Edinburgh and I've got Mallorca money alright now one Thompson's package deal oh. so yeah and then when I started doing drag it was when I was living in London but I went mm. back to Edinburgh right. to try it out just because Edinburgh is a lot more compact 
It's I think so. Yeah. It's no, much I don't agree. To, to get everything to go out and do things. Yeah. Dressed up like like a, a lace, like, like a mess. Oh, okay. Like oh, hi- hive till five. Is it? Oh. Ooh. For those playing the home game, the hive is a establishment where you can get the alcohol in Edinburgh for the cheap um, with all of the young folk. And uh, you can stand out the front of Hive at seven o'clock in the morning with your mess in your bits everywhere. So, and I just want a disclaimer that I've never, ever done that because <laughs> uh, I'm a classy lady. Mm. But so yeah, yeah so. in Edinburgh, there were predominantly lip sync queens, and mm. the scene up there, I'd say, is fairly new in terms of. The current talent that's up there. It's Do you know Alice Rabbit? Of course. Oh my god. Oh Alice my. Rabbit is basically who inspired me to go back in Edinburgh to try it. Alice Rabbit is like, I have a little bit of tea. Alice Rabbit is phenomenal and I love everything about her and I think she's doing she's wonders brilliant. for Edinburgh Drag. But so there was, I was doing Edinburgh Fringe last year. I was doing my variety shows. Like, I was doing a variety show, which uh, was great. And I was also doing a club night, which is called Homo Disco. Because, ha 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 ha, team with a theme. And um, so I was doing driving, um, I was doing Homo Disco, the club night, and I asked some of the, like, I had some drag queens from London who were coming up. So they were going to dance for me and stuff like that, and like, blah, blah, blah. And I wanted some local girls, and I got some Glaswegian girls and some girls from Aberdeen, and they came down, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, like, if there's any local girls that want to come up and turn a party, like, I, I haven't got any fee. I wish I had fees, but like, as well you know Ripley like Edinburgh the festival it just bleeds money like Mm -hmm. and most if not all performers in Edinburgh for the festival will know that uh you pay you play to promote so like you are on stage to promote your brand or to promote your show or to promote whatever like it's usually either a nominal fee or no fee at all um unless you're you know doing it like a really big thing and so i i said this on the word out i was like you know and i got a lot of girls that wanted to do it and i was like cool good excellent this is good because this is like you know we're all working as a team uh, i had one girl who was like i'd like to do it and i was like yeah sure no problem didn't know what she looked like i only saw her from a boy um facebook profile so i only know her from a boy she didn't give me any of her pictures or any of her like sort of CV or anything. She just went, oh, "I want to do it." And I was like, "Sure, come, come down." Like, oh, of course, I'll support you. And um, the day of, she messages me, and then she goes, "Oh, yeah." And by the way, what's the fee? And I was like, "Oh, there's no fee." I told you that from the word from the jump. Um, I wish I could. And she's like, "Oh, I don't. I'm from the house of rabbit. I would never." And I was like, "Um, I'm gonna stop you there. Do not like." I was like. Like, don't, like, I, I 100%, because I'm a performer as well, so I'm just like, I know that you want to get paid because I want to pay you. I'm a performer as well. I would, like, I'm not trying to cheap you out. But, like, she was young and naive and blah, blah, blah. And she, you know, went for, like, you know, her position, her stance point, and I was like, oh, I can't be doing with your, your shenanigans. And then she blocked me on social media. I was like, okay, I, I don't need you anyway even though you're cancelling, like, two hours before the gig. But, you know, like, yes, I'm in the wrong. So I sort of chalked it up. I was like, she's young and stupid. And But then I messaged Alice, and I was like, hey, Alice, I just want to give you a heads up. I know you don't know me from a bar of whatever, but one of your girls has done this, and I just... You can take her side. You can take my side. You can be in the middle. I don't... Like, I'm in... Like, I don't care. Like, I, 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 I will respect you if you choose to go... To defend her because she's part of your family, but I just wanted you to know that this is a situation that's happened. And uh, she messaged me back within minutes. I went, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. So apologetic. I'll talk to her. I'll get her to pull her head in. And I was like, I like you. She's like, so professional. So professional. So professional. And she's been doing it since she was like 16 years old. Mm. And the reason why I find her so inspiring is the scene in Edinburgh now is the one that I didn't have when I was growing up in Edinburgh. Yeah. Because when I was their age, gosh, because I'm like literally like nine years older than like the drag queens in Edinburgh, it's ridiculous. Oh, wow. So you're like um, 72. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, when I was growing up, there was no drag scene yeah. that I ever saw. And it was that mid-2000s period where either you were a gay emo mm. or you were like the assimilated gay that was like, I need to be straight. Mm. And it's like, white t-shirt, blue jeans. 
and we need to How little has changed? I'm not wearing blue jeans, I'm wearing <laughs> green hunting culottes. <laughs> I mean, way to buck the trend there. <laughs> Times have changed now. Yeah. Because now everybody can be as queer as they like. Yeah, yeah, queen. Well, I mean, it was very repressed, but I think yeah. it was almost like needed because it was like we still didn't have as many equal rights as we do now. So it's mm. almost like a conscious, let's try and be super straight so that when we ask for these things, they go, actually, they're not too bad. Then yeah. Them, then like, and then we could be like, yes, we're here. And surprise, yeah. like so, rainbow flag yeah. just pops out. So when out. I saw what she was doing, mm. it was like Young Kiss that was like galvanizing yeah. a new drag scene along with um, the help of John Pleased, who is like the matriarch yeah. of Edinburgh drag and is the DJ at CC Blooms, which is like the most iconic. Yeah, CC is, yeah. Edinburgh. Anybody that ever Yeah, I've, 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 meant, I've spent, spent many a time in uh, CC Blooms. Funniest story about Cecil Blooms for me was my first year up doing Edinburgh Fringe a couple of years ago. I wanted to get a review from Scott's Gay, Mm -hmm. from the reviewers. I'm now friends with a couple of the, many of the boys, many of the reviewers. And, um, but the first year I went up there, I was like, this is who I am. Yes, I'm here. And they were like, and went into the press day and, uh, they a lot of them were like, "Oh, we we love everything about you. We think you're great. We're going to come see your show." They didn't, and I was a little bit. And they gave me justifiable reasons. They were like, "Oh, we got busy." Rah, rah, rah. I was like, "That's okay." Like Edinburgh, it happens. Like I mean, I'm offensively gay, and I feel like I should have gotten a look in uh, over the top of like other people. But like, let's, you know, whatever. And but one of the reviewers caught me at CC's on the last night of the festival and I was like oh and he's like oh my god Wayne and I was like yeah me the person who you said you were definitely going to review you didn't (laughs) and he's like oh I feel so bad why don't you come back to my place and we'll write up the review wink wink casting couch and I was like um how about we not do that and I just get drunk and get better reviews from other people <laughs> uh, to which I which I did I ended up getting like uh, fours and five star reviews for that show um, from several other publications and then the following year I brought it back and then Scott's Gay gave me a four star review as well. <laughs> and I was like I see you you beautiful humans um, but yeah Xander uh, um, Bruce I don't know if you ever met him he is like I think I can't remember where he lives now. He lives outside of Scotland now, but he was, when I, the first year I went up there, he was, because he was part of Scots Gay and he was just everything. He's such a beautiful human. And um, I don't think he's part of Scots Gay anymore, unfortunately, but like he was just one of those people. Like, you know, when you meet someone and you're just like, yes, you deserve to be a lot. Like, you are a great human and you are doing everything possible. For a, like, he came up to me and was like, I know you're doing this for a reason. Like, you're not just doing comedy just to be famous. You're like, you're doing this drag comedy thing to m- make a statement and to like help push the envelope and blah, blah, blah. And like, I love it. And I was like, oh my God, I love you too. Oh my God, be my friend. Um, so, Xander, if you're out there, we're friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I love. I have a, a warm spot for 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 um the country of what's the Scotland Scotland thank <laughs> you I have a warm spot for Scotland and to Alice Rabbit if um she's listening if she's as well listening, yeah. hey Alice hey, uh, uh, one at the Church of High Kicks yeah oh my God is it really it's oh my God that's great I love that I didn't know that wait is that Cece's that's Cece's on the Sunday night yeah that's where I got my start I knew that I knew that I knew that. Um, no, I have, I have, a, I have a, a lot of respect. And Glasgow. There seems to be a lot of stuff that is happening in Glasgow. Not mm. specifically with drag, but, like, in terms of, like, just the queer scene. It seems to be popping up. It seems to be, like, it's it's not there as much as Edinburgh is, but it is, there's, there's a vibrancy. So there's um, a drag queen called Anita who she just, I don't know what, I think she's in Sterling now, but she's just, she's, taking what she has and she's just making it and I think it's a beautiful thing to see uh, Scotland representing on the global theme of in yeah. terms of drag um, oh we've just been talking about <laughs> Scotland now that's problematic um, 
So we were talking about lip syncing. We were talking about yeah. lip syncing and we ended about up talking about journey. Scotland. So you, you're a lip sync queen, I'm mm-hmm. a lip sync queen, but you do something that is, for me, <clears throat> for me is, um, is difficult in that you can do like an hour show straight lip sync yeah which i how do you do because for me um no t any direction but i find that with my lip sync so i do mashups in terms of like a mashup of songs but also i do mashups in terms of like i'll do a five minute track and then i'll have a talk for 10 15 minutes and do another track and then have another chat and then so my shows are um littered littered with comedy stand-up comedy and musical blah blah whereas yours is woe to go full track whole through how do you retain audience i've seen shows uh how do you retain your audience like how do you do that how do you do how do you get people don't look at me dumbfounded <laughs> how do because you could do it and i don't get how you can do it and it irritates me and there are people out there who say exactly the same oh, thing no. there are people there are people out there because they discount lip syncing and they say it's like they go oh i can't watch an hour show of lip syncing and i'm like ripley look at ripley she is the benchmark for a lip sync hour <laughs> show she's doing it She's do it, and I just I, I want to shake them when when I hear someone say that lip syncing isn't a valid form of art, and then I look I, I point to you and I go if this girl can do it then anyone can do it. Yeah, but how what, do you how do you do you know or are you just like on a wing and a prayer? I think it's because I have a narrative to it. I'm mm-hmm. not just being like here's a RuPaul mix, da 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 Here's a penis joke, I mean, let's let's not come for penis jokes. That's half of my show, babe. Sorry to poop on your brand. Yeah. But there's a story to it, and most of, in my hour, there's usually about like 40 songs. Yeah. So you're only getting maybe like 45 seconds, then it's like gone in and there's something else happening. Exactly. There's always like two ballads, because I need to catch my breath. Right. Because, you know, lip syncing for an hour, you get quite parched. Gets, yeah. So that's the moment where people are allowed to go up for a drink. Where I'm just like, I'm just going to do the, the full album length version. <laughs> you can all go to the loo. I'm going to do a meatloaf track. It's yeah. going to be seven <laughs> minutes. Enjoy. And that's when they're allowed to, like, go and actually make money for the venue at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's all eyes back on me. So I think, yeah, it's just that narrative that I use. Mm. There's always a story. It's never bitty. And... I think it's because what I do isn't necessarily definable, I want to say. Like, I wouldn't say it's comedy. I wouldn't say it's theatre. I wouldn't say it's just all singing or well, dancing. Well, it's cabaret. Because I, I can't dance. I, I mean... Just, my arms are moving so fast. You're moving, like, baby. You're a, mov- <laughs> you're a movement art. That's what it is. Dance is movement. You're moving. Is the <laughs> Um... I, I had a friend of mine, Tash York from Australia, saying having a conversation about this in terms of because she she has the same issue. She's a she defines herself as a cabaret artist because she she's a comedian, but she's a singer. But she's also like so she just like for her um, cabaret is or the defining definition of cabaret to her is comedy with music whether it's live singing or lip syncing or like musical tracks or whatever cabaret is laughing at yourself or others or a situation with music shazam that is essentially that's what it is that, that's what i do um, yeah. and i th- so i when i when i see I, I i see any drag act i i put it in the cabaret in the cabaret section um i'm a I started as a stand-up comedian, but I'm I'm very much cabaret. And I started doing burlesque, and a girlfriend was like, the girlfriend who got me into burlesque was like, um, you're very cabaret. And I was like, but I want to be a stand-up comedian. I want to hang out with the cis white boys. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, like, within, like, six months, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I am cabaret. I'm shaking my ass for people for money. Like, I am 100%. I'm all about that. Um, speaking of girls that are all about that, let's play a track. And then after that, we will come back and talk about 
potentially RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh-oh. Oh. Spoilers. Uh, so let's spice up your life before we drag up your life. Oh. <laughs> And we're back! Yay! I wasn't ready because I was face deep in some strawberries because I like strawberries. That's. I they, they, they're the poor man's cherry. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, that's. So, like. Well, I know that. <laughs> I know that. I bought some. I bought a punnet. I know. But, like, no, they were the, like, in the, like, 18th century or 19th century. It was, like,. Like they, like the middle class, working class, they wanted to be like sort of classy and aristocratic so they would have strawberries because the aristocrats would have the cherries and be like, look at me with my cherry and my cherry. And I don't know what, I'm very, (laughs) I mean, I'm very low rent, so I'm very much the strawberry queen. Uh, Oh my goodness, I've just made something. I'm going to do strawberry queen and then I can do Nikki Webster's strawberry kisses. Um, which you don't know who that is, but um, it's fine. Um, I mean, who would? Who would know who Nikki Webster is? She sang the opening song, uh, I want to say Strawberry Kisses, <laughs> for her one and only song uh, for the 2000 Olympics in Sydney. So she was, she was a child. She was all of 11 or 12. And then she b- became something and did something. I wasn't. I never paid attention. Doesn't sound like you do. No, but I mean, things that also I don't pay attention about, RuPaul's Drag Race. Of course. Have fun. you been watching? I have. How? I've been slowly falling out of love with it over the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing last week. I like I've been li- I've been watching the episode. I've been enjoying the episodes, but and I think I for me, I was like I, I, I this season I left wanting more, only because the calibre of drag queens that they had this year was just phenomenal mm-hmm. and they just didn't give me what I wanted and I don't know what I wanted but what I got wasn't enough. Well, it's just because, it, you know, it's gone mainstream now and it's like with anything, if you think about like mm. the diffusion and the innova- innovations mm. and that sort of like art that trends go on, yeah. once it reaches like mass market, that's when it gets dumbed down. Yeah. And that's essentially what's happened to it. It's become... This self-parody of itself, which already started, you know, like in like the sixth season when they were constantly referencing previous seasons, mm. and it's just become this like microcosm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And now that their main fan base are, you know, like twelve-year-olds, mm. it's gone from like swear, swear, swear. So yeah. I miss when Juju B got drunk. I want it back there. I want. I want my girls no, to be Jessica drunk. Wilde. Yeah. Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Tales Wilde. Tales of a golden shower. <laughs> Tales of a golden shower. <laughs> uh, I just. That's what I want. That's what I want. I mm. want. I want Fifi kicking off. I want yeah. Roxy. I want Roxy getting left at a bus stop. I want. I want all of that. Mm. And I want this. Like I. I want the drama back. I want yeah, the drama it's all back. Very primetime TV. X Factor. Very yeah. Very family, all like too family friendly. Like we get yeah. it that we're, they're trying to like make it more accepting and inclusive, yeah. but also when it loses the edge, it just becomes another reality TV show competition. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Now we are going to spill the tea in terms of the uh, <sighs> lip sync warp battle, whatever it was. The massacre. Uh, I just. Of a thousand butterflies. <gasps> Okay, uh, so if you haven't caught up, please uh, do put a pause on this. Yes, because uh, big spoilers are coming. Because spoilers are coming. And uh, so, yes, uh, tune off now and come back until you have 
uh, watch the episode. Mm. Now... Should we set the scene? <laughs> so, two drag queens stand behind me and uh, lip sync for your life. Mm. Now, the two songs are John and Jackson songs. <sighs> All right. Um, I mean... None of them are bad. I wouldn't say Janet's got many bangers. Yeah. I mean, I was They didn't fine. even choose two bangers. They chose one and a, and yeah, a quarter and, bangers. And then if... And I was like, if, like, when, when was his face? The Pickery guy was like, and here's the next song, if. I was like, what? Which you one is that? Be, I was like, I know Nasty, if. I was like, what? That's like a deeper cut Janet song. Mm, was Where like, was like, everywhere I go. Everywhere I see. Every. Or, what's I, the other one? All the girls at the party, look at that body. Checking that thing like evidence. I think it's all right. Edit. One, two, three. <laughs> Yes, Where that, was that, 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 or a little bit of rhythm nation. I don't. I just want them to I go know. like, just like, just like getting their, getting their dance on it. But like, Do I we just. Have the rights to have just done that. I mean, we've done it now, babe. <laughs> we've done it. We've done it now. Um, it's happened. It's a thing that's happened. And I mean, really, we didn't do it in key. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, well, you're a lip sync queen, babe. <laughs> Let's be real. We're both terrible humans. Now, um. Asia, bless mm. her, bless her and her beautiful heart. She, like, when she had her like, sort of wrist thing that she was doing, yes. when, and it was like a like early reveal, I was like, what is she doing? Mm. And then she does it again. And then and she does like it blowing, with... Blowing, blowing at it. And I was like, what is this girl doing? And then you see the corpse of a single butterfly <laughs> fall from horse. <laughs> and I was like, ah... Like tails through the chrysalis. Oh. These are the butterflies oh. that aren't alive. <laughs> so I just I was like, I was like, what are you doing, Asia? What are you? Oh, you're trying to be. Oh, it didn't work. And then it slowly zooms in on the didn't audience's work. faces. They're like, why is she scattering dead mm. bugs all <laughs> over the ground? Meanwhile, Cameron Michaels just does a handstand, yep. triple yep. flip, and 100%. then lands into us, into the splits, crotch first. Straight on a butterfly. Oh. Of the butterflies I mean, if that isn't pride, I don't know what is. I just, I just coming along and be like, oh yeah, if there's a butterfly. Well, I'm gonna do a leg kick and just jump on it. Mm. I'm just gonna split right onto that dead butterfly because shablam. But I mean, any <sighs> any any vegans or pretty much anybody who cares about animals really mm. will be like horrified by this because how could that have got by? any of the producers with the, with her saying, so I'm going to put some live animals mm. inside my costume, deprive them of oxygen for a few hours and let my body heat, like, roast them. And I'm just going to let them go. Like, who thought that's a really good idea? I mean, there must have been something. Like, there must... Like, there had to be air holes or something, you would have thought. I mean, like, because ex- exactly what you said, like, there, there had to be people around her to go, like, babe, like... They're gonna asphyxiate if you don't like put an air. So like they, because I knew I know some of them did survive. Because I did what like there was that showed those three, the three only ones. Yeah, exactly. Going like we made it, we made it, we made it. Oh my god, it was like true to life. It's like there were the like the final three from like Drag Race. Yeah, they were like I'm the Cameron Michaels. Look at me. Um. Oh, it was soul destroying. Watching those butterflies was like. Pretty much the whole of season 10. It was yeah. just like, oh, okay. And then the rest of the night was just dull. And it I mean, so was. the fact that all of them came out in these enormous things, it was like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do. Is it a reveal? <sighs> and then they all did the reveals within two seconds. So That's nothing what I that was, was even remotely interesting. When Aquaria did her reveal with the big grave thing, I was like, oh, she's going to... Oh, oh she's done. And it was the same with all the others. It was like, uh, oh, I was oh. like, oh. At least Eureka's... Uh, Eureka, there was three. There was, there was and three, it was, and it seemed yeah. to be like... There was thoughts, so the first one turned into the second outfit, which she then took off, and then... Exactly. So I think Eureka for that was fine. Mm. I mean, it wasn't, like, a super great reveal. And she did, like, leg kicks every so often, and oh, that was... Every I was so just like, often. <laughs> I, was I had like, to look down at my lunch, because I was like, oh, another one, really? I was like, oh, great. Like, she, and she's got her one go-to move. Yeah. It's a leg kick. And, um, leg so kick, splits. Done. Shablam. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Triggering. Uh, so, but yeah, I just I can't. And how do you feel about the three way in terms of Asia? Oh, you didn't make it. You killed some butterflies. You're out. Yeah. And then Cameron, Aquaria, and Eureka. I'm the 
final three. Let's you know, think. probably Asia would have ended up in the final three because if it had gone successfully, it would yeah. have been rather beautiful. Yeah. But because she failed so astronomically, yeah. there was no option. I mean, everybody knows that she performed better than Cameron in terms of the whole competition. So yeah. clearly she should have been in the final. But then because they were the victim of the wheel, the wheel of fortune, wheel. Wheel. there had to be that three because then Aquaria was against Eureka, yeah. who were supposed, I think they were like predestined to probably like always be the last two because mm. they'd done that whole narrative where like Eureka had to, because you yeah. know, heartwarming she story. She had an mm. accident. She comes back. Oh, look. And then they snatch it away from her at the yeah. last minute. Oh. Oh, what a shame. <coughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just <laughs> coughing into my own uh, uh, dying. Now, uh, shall we? Yeah. Winner? Go for it. Uh, so, another skinny white guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Aquaria! Yay! Aquaria won. It it's the dawning of the age, age of, of Aquaria. Yeah. Because uh, I don't have the rights for that one either. No. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, she won. And, I mean, I guess deserve. I guess deservedly so. Yeah, I mean... She's very much... Okay, so for me... I've, I've, I've listened to a lot of her PR stuff that she's been doing of late, like, like listening to the groups when they go and have their, like, VH1 yeah. messages and, you know, spots and stuff. And I just, I'm like, okay, she's being really sort of, I guess, diplomatic and, like, really, like, pageanty and really, like, like, she's doing this, uh, I guess, a safe thing, but she's not, like, showing us her. She's, like, being, yeah. like, she's being... Like a politician, like a drag politician, if you mm. if, if you see where I'm coming from. Neutral. Like she's she's coming out, she's giving what is expected of her, and just being safe. And I'm just like, she's like a watered down Violet Chochki for me. She's just like, okay, she's attractive, yeah. she's attractive, and she's just got some looks, but she's not got any personality. And I want to see, I want to see her like scream at a Paris bouncer to let her back into a venue because I'm femme. I'm femme. Did you see that? I did, but wasn't oh. that, didn't that turn out to be a lie? I mean, probably, but even still, Violet Chodzki, like hearing that Violet Chodzki was like, you can't let me back in because I'm too femme. I mean, she was probably drunk off of her, off her breasts. I think but that's like, probably what the case and was. And yeah, so that was more likely, to, like not the femme thing. It was more like, you're drunk, get out. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm still living for the fact she's like, how dare, how dare you not like me because I'm femme. Uh, I'll never come to your establishment again. I'm like, girl, you're from America. Like, <laughs> like when are you going to be in Paris next? Yeah. And even if you are, like, fine, go away then. Mm. Like, unless you wanted to get some, in which case, all right, you do you, babe. Um, so let's, uh, oh, should we? Yeah, let's let's put on a song. You've you've winded me up. So we're going to put in the song. <laughs> okay. You want to know what the song is? What? It's Gwen Stefani. <gasps> wind me up. Oh, my goodness. Because, or wind it up. Oh, because oh, oh. I love this one. You're high on a hill with the lonely girl. Oh, we're going to just keep playing that. <laughs> like that. We're back on Wandsworth Radio, and we have a new visitor in the room. It's Melanie Simpson. Hi. How are you guys? From the Irish Jam, yeah. and we still have Ripley. Yay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, both of us were like, and Ripley's also here. <laughs> uh, how are you, Mel? I'm very good. I'm just putting together the Irish Jam for Sunday. Oh, when can we listen to the Irish Jam? It's on from 7 until 9 p.m. on oh Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Um, so if you're in any way an Islophile? Uh, Isla, like Anglophiles are English people. 
Oh my yeah. goodness, that's something that we should Google, I feel. <laughs> mm. um, someone who's into Irish people. Into Irish people. No, but you know, like, like um, an Anglophile. Well, well, like, an Anglophile means that you're into English people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Gaelgor is like, you have the language, I think. You have the language? Yeah, like the Gaelic language. Gaelgor. Gaelgor. I mean, I feel like I'm being racist now. Let's, let's, oh, you're both Gaelic. We are indeed. Yeah. Oh, because we've got Scottish and whatever that is. Uh, sorry, Irish. 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 We've just been through this. The <laughs> Irish jam. Yeah. Oh. That. Speaking of Irish. Yeah. Dublin. Dublin is having pride. Their pride parade tomorrow. Yay. Yay. So all of our brothers and sisters and those who don't want to define mm-hmm. tomorrow in Dublin, if you're around for pride, uh, have a beautiful time. Mm-hmm. Get on the Guinness. Yes. Or whatever spirit or alcohol you uh, consume responsibly. We uh, also have a couple of Pride songs coming up on the jam on Sunday to celebrate. Oh, the, the Irish jam. Yeah, when was that Irish again? Jam. Seven till nine oh. on Sundays. And by the way, like, please tune in because I'm I gonna promise be, I won't. Well, you won't, but maybe <laughs> some other people might because I'm going to be there on my own you're for gonna the be first time in the studio no- for two hours. So please join me. I mean, you're phenomenal. So it is actually oh, going to be a genuinely beautiful thing. <laughs> and I promise that if I'm not yeah I'll, I'll listen i'll listen yeah yeah will you text i will text i will text in? i will i will do the messages i'll be like i'm listening okay uh, good crack i like <laughs> i like crack, that uh, I, I got like that person <laughs> with the singing i like that techno beat uh so let's let's get into the some of the news so we were talking about paris and we we're talking about violet chochkin being mm. the ridiculous human that she is but uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but recently, this week, they did um, those pride flags on the crossings. Yeah. And yeah. They like zebra crossings. Yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did them in terms of their pro- like coming up for pride and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they got vandalized. And, oh, no. And I was like, Arr! but they quickly like clapped back and they got it repainted and sorted, no problem. Great. But then. They got vandalized again. Oh no! And I was just like, "What, Paris? Even come on. what? Even not even cool." I mean, I don't want to stereotype a nation of people, <laughs> but I will because I'm Australian. <laughs> but I feel like if you can't, I mean, of all of the nations in the world, I feel like Paris, uh, France, is a very metrosexual camp like precisely it's called gay paris exactly yeah so i was just like when i like if i saw if i was like in i don't know liverpool and i saw a rainbow flag and it got vandalized i'd be like oh well it's liverpool (laughs) you know like oh it's basic stoke like i get it i get it you're from liverpool please (laughs) text in yes (laughs) rage as driving you home because uh i hate all those folk from (laughs) liverpool Uh, no, but like you know what I mean. Like, so like from where I'm yeah, from in in Australia, I would be like, okay, they're vandalized. Yeah. So well done, good job. Mm. Even in Sydney, like I would, I wouldn't be surprised if someone did that because it's just like the lad culture is is so prevalent in Australia. But like for Paris and France, I was just like, really? Yeah. Well, like if you get think it about together. if you think about what happened prior to the last election, there yeah. the fact that the extreme right why is ripley going political oh for oh a dear. change going dear. off brand um so, so it what happened surprised me um what was her name le pen sure. oh yeah Mar- marine le pen yeah, yeah. Oh, total not le, le not le bureau <laughs> no <laughs> so what I did there? no so get my friends yeah. french got speaking it out. yeah we got it oh. so there seems to be a bit of a, a rise of the the right wing there mm. yeah. and so it's disappointing but i'm kind of not surprised given the climate there yeah right given now. europe in general right it's just Precisely. like going downhill mm. speaking of going downhill arlene foster oh mm. god oh. segways yeah so she addresses the lgbt community and says that everyone is equal yet still opposes gay marriage so great she's great. still flogging mm. that dead horse which i feel is lovely. like you need um <laughs> like a like a an applause sound effect for that <laughs> just like oh like, yeah like a slow like, clap or I, maybe it could be like an Eileen Foster segment on your show like weekly and you could be like what's Eileen said now I mean I feel like <laughs> her and between her and Katie Hopkins I feel like, like you can just Katie Hopkins she just wants the attention exactly did At you least? hear about how she was 
undercover at the march last week. Who's this? Katie Hopkins. Which tried to enter the the Brexit march to try and get another vote. So she was going around in a wig and she was like going up to people trying to interview and then somebody rumbled her and was like, that's Katie Hopkins in a wig and she legged it as fast as she could. I I don't even want to hate her because she wants people to hate her. You know what I mean? Even talking about her now is giving her power. She's like an evil spirit that won't be stopped. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, we're not talking about... Yeah, so Arlene said that. Okay, great. Uh, Yeah, so I mean... I don't get like because it was a, a queer event as well. Arlene, was, mm-hmm. Arlene, was, I was like, why is she no. even? No, no. Like, I get that like it's an open access, like everyone's welcome and blah blah blah. But I'm just like, you're the leader of the DUP, they're, and they're like, awful. No, no, like you don't, you don't <laughs> stand, you don't sad. have a standpoint. Like you know when like people use the, I, I, I think it's called like the pink pound, where they're like. A big corporation goes like, yes, let's celebrate Pride. And yeah, like, like yes, Primark did, you, right? Yeah. Like Primark, like mm. Adidas, like yeah. every corporate sponsor of Pride. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. absolute. I was just like, ah. <laughs> so like those kinds of things. I was like, oh, how dare you say that you're for Pride and then 10 minutes later have policies put in place yeah. that are totally against Pride. Get away from me, you terrible human. <laughs> you contradictory, terrible human. Mm. Next, she's going to be like showing up at a pro choice event and be like, I really applaud you for making this <laughs> brave decision that I do not approve of. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? Totally. Speaking of um, beautiful humans doing beautiful things, there's an openly gay man in uh, in Russia who's HIV positive, which is, I guess, in unrelated, um, who is running for the mayor of Moscow. Mm. So Russia isn't exactly known for their gay friendliness they and fair not. elections or tolerance for political debates, but that is not stopping uh, one man, Anton Kras- Krasovsky. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Krasovsky. Kras- yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Um, 42-year-old man is uh, poised to be the first openly gay HIV positive political candidate ever to run. So, Do you know if he's had any sort of abuse so far? I mean, I think we're I think we're quite lucky in that regard. I mean, he probably has, let's be mm. real. Um, he he said my homosexuality has never helped me, but it, it has never been in any way in it has never been in the way of my career goals. Um, except for the, the time he was fired from his job as host of internet TV in 2013 when he announced I am gay but I'm a human I miss humans Putin <laughs> so I, I, I love <laughs> so half robot then yeah I, I, so I love I love how he goes my sexuality hasn't um, affected my career goals except that one time where I came out as being gay and then I, and I got fired <laughs> it's like mate I feel like feel like I mean this this story like makes my chest go tight because when you just think about when there's any opposition to Putin's government something terrible happens to them yeah and they are usually heterosexual men yeah and so you can just imagine like the extreme somebody will go to when they find out that it happens to be a gay man in Russia as well openly declaring that he is gay although I will say in in defense of Russia so when I was last there with my partner we were in like a king suite and I was like Terrified, but you're a queen. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, clever. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, I've got awards. We were very, we were concerned. We were concerned that yeah, that they were going to be a so. bit odd about it. Yeah, and they were very much like, "Here's your room. Here's your bed. Isn't it lovely? Look at the view. Here's your one complimentary apple." And then, okay, and then they left. I was like, "Okay, right. cool. They're pretty down with this." Oh, that's good interesting because I have heard of places um, doing that mm. as well. Like when two, uh, like you know, gay people go in to a hotel or whatever, and it's like you and your friend can stay here on these separate beds, very mm. far away from each other, and they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, I find that more in Western Europe. Mm. They'll yeah. often be like, oh, you booked a double, don't you mean? I'm, don't I, you mean two I think you wanted a beds? twin room or maybe two <laughs> separate rooms. It's like, no, we booked this on purpose. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. Oh. It's so funny. Speaking of funny things that are happening, Ripley. Me. You've got a show coming up. Yeah. My, my the preview for my f- very first Fringe show. <gasps> oh, I'm do, going do, do, to Fringe do, do, do. too. Oh, come, See you there. Come, come round to my flat for a cup of tea. I will. In Portobello by the beach. Okay, and, like, let's go. Sunbathe. I mean, I heard, <laughs> I, I heard Leith, but all right. Uh, oh, 
Uh, she's classy. Richard yeah. Lamb. Uh, so, Like a Sturgeon? Yes, the Like a Sturgeon show. So it's the show that I've been doing at the RVT, and this is basically like all the best bits. It's all killer, no filler from yeah. every single Like a Sturgeon that I've done so far. And it'll be on the 12th of July at the Glory downstairs. And you can get tickets on OutSavvy. Where was that? OutSavvy.com. Oh, very good. Mel, do you have anything to plug other than the Irish Gem? I do. I'm going to be in a play called Sex Waitress Mm. in uh, The Fringe from the 3rd to the 5th. And it's in uh, The Space on Northbridge. Oh, of course it is. So I, I know the space well. Like a sturgeon. Like a sturgeon. Are you gr- dressing up as her? And yes, I'll be doing... Lip syncing. Yes, I'll be doing <gasps> Theresa May, the Melania dream. Trump and Nicola Sturgeon. Oh my God. It's epic. Get me a ticket right <laughs> now. All right, well... And then you say the same thing for my play. Yes. Sex waitress. Sex waitress. Something mm. I so want sexy. to see. And I want to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hot and I want to go. Uh, I want to go. But also, uh, congratulations and good luck to. It hasn't happened yet because it or it's, it's happening right now. Drag Idol, the final oh, yeah. is starting with Felix Lafreak, uh, Victoria Scon, Vivian Lindsay, and Zane Fallick. Uh, Hashtag your- Team Zane. Hashtag Team Zane. Oh I mean, Uh-oh. I love that you try to like you're like Hashtag Team Zane. <laughs> Zane. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm very much Team Felix, only because she's the only one that I've physically seen perform. I have met, I've talked to um, Vivian, and I've heard that she's a beautiful performer, and as have I heard for Zane and Victoria, but I haven't seen them perform, so I can't comment to that. But uh, they're beautiful humans, and they're doing fantastic work, and I wish them all the best of luck. I am probably going to go down there myself now. Uh, otherwise, thank you, Melanie, for jumping in. Thanks thank, for having me. Thanks for 10 minutes. Thank you, Ripley. <laughs> you nearly forgot my name. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's so hot. I'm so tired. His brain is shutting down. Oh, it's it like genuinely an is. Phone. Oh, my God. I'm like the, the gay HIV guy from... I'm the mayor of Moscow now. I'm like half Putin, half robot. Yeah, uh, Putin robot. I'm Putin yeah. robot. Yeah. Yay, yeah. I'm pro probot. That's a Putbot. 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 Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. We're we're done. Uh, yeah. Driving you homo. As always, please share it with your friends. Tell people. Uh, if not, uh, you're a terrible human. Otherwise, thanks, Mel. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Ripley. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.